This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm in a bad mood this week. And, yeah, I could uh, tell earlier you are being rude. Ruder than usual. I wasn't being rude. I just, look, sometimes people are in a bad mood. This is what I don't like. When people get mad at other people for being in a bad mood, and it's just like, Ooh, you're just in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, people get in bad moods sometimes, and you just got to, like, I don't know. So every everybody should uh, be nice to you. While you're in a bad mood, even while you're being an absolute dick to them, I'm not. Was I being an absolute? No, but you have in you, the Tom? past. You've you've done that before. Yeah, because you poke and you poke <laughs> and you poke. I'm trying to cheer you up, Tim. I'm trying to do you a favor. I just don't think people. I don't think it's the own that people think it is when they're just like, oh, well, you're just in a bad mood. It's like, yeah, okay. I think people are meaning it to be an own. Pe- people do. People Tim, do. not everybody lives uh, keeping track of owns like you do. What about what about clapbacks, Tom? Oh, clapbacks you got to keep track of, yeah. Yeah, I keep score. I got a, I got a, uh, uh, one of those... Uh, you know, on the jailhouse wall where they where they tick <laughs> yeah, off they, every day. Uh-huh. I got one of those every night before I go to bed on the wall next to my bed. I just uh, note all the clapbacks that I was a part of that day. Sometimes uh, it's up to three or four clapbacks. Now, do some of these clapbacks ever turn into owns? Um, a rare occasion. Yeah, they're not necessarily intended to be an own, just a clapback. Yeah, clapback, look, an own... That's when I really want to bat- bury you. When when it's clap back, I'm clapping back because you're not worth my time. Well, it sounds like you they are worth your time if you're bothering to clap back, but that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry to this hear your- some of the sass that I dole out on a, on a <laughs> daily basis. Clapbacks, uh, owns. Um, sometimes uh, somebody says something, uh, I'll be like, oh, like if I say something to somebody, somebody will be like, Oh, there's been a murder. And it's like, <laughs> it's only metaphorical. I've never murdered anybody. Right. But, but you, you know, you might as well have. Yeah. Uh, and I then keep, other times I'm just shook. Right. But I'll you don't keep it. track of those. No, I'll just say it though. I document it though on the internet because people can just go and search and they'll say, you know, I'm shook. Right. I see a picture of me when I'm saying it. Uh, I keep track every day of uh, how many no does I uh, throw out there. Wow. What about no doys? Well, it's rare you'll get a no doy. If you got a no doy, then it's like, wow, you were really asking for it. And what about da doy? <laughs> the doy. You know, it's rare, too. If I really want to bury somebody deep, though, I'll give them a da doy. Yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you what, Tim, I almost, uh, gave some of those out, uh, this week. I went to a, uh, th- this was real dumb of me. I do dumb thing. How many times a day would you say you do something so dumb you question like why you're not in, in like a home or something? <laughs> Tom, I'm not trying to own you here. I don't I don't I don't think that's ever happened to me that I've questioned why I haven't been institutionalized because of how 
dumb I am? I don't do it. Look, it doesn't happen every day, but this is one of those days where I was like, you know, I haven't gotten a physical in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Paying a, a, a king's ransom for health care. Um, maybe I should go get a physical during a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. When I'm feeling fine, there's nothing wrong. Uh, and also, let me go to a uh, just like a walking clinic to get one instead of like a primary uh, care physician. You need a primary care physician. I know, but I was like, ah, this will be easier. This will be quicker. I could just walk there. Uh, once again, forgetting about the global pandemic and the fact that everybody else there was there to get tested. Um, right. Uh, it was just a real nightmare. And there was a big, long line. And uh, uh, at one point, the well, you know one of the receptionists was like, anybody with an appointment uh, come up here. And I had an appointment. So I go walking up and the lady in front of me, she's, you know, uh, got her nose in her phone. So she's not paying attention. But then she's like, oh, you uh, I was in front of you, sir. So it's like, oh, OK, well, you didn't move. So, you know, but yeah, go ahead. You're in front of me. Uh, and she went in front of me. The lady behind me goes in front of me. Wow. So now that lady goes up to go. Did, like, well, hold on. Hold okay. on. Uh huh. Did the lady in front of you um, grant the lady behind you a back cut? No, nor would it have been within her jurisdiction to do so. A back cut? Yeah. As long as you're there, you just play, <laughs> somebody cuts. goes behind you. Oh, back cuts are, are uh, one, of, one of the worst things our society puts up with, I would say. Man, the third grader that came up with the back cut, genius. Yeah. Genius innovation. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll allow you to cut, thereby, you know, making you like me, but causing absolutely no cost to me. Yeah, no uh, inconvenience whatsoever. Get, I'm going to get my lunch just as soon as I ever did. You're going to be happy because I let you cut. The only person uh, not going to be happy is everyone else behind me. But guess what? Now I've got a buffer, this guy. You okay, know? so the lady behind you who's presumably there to get a COVID test. Yes. Uh Walked in front of you, cut you. Walked in front of me as, as you know, the other lady finished up. So, uh, you know, and the receptionist was like, oh, next. And this woman goes to go. And I go, hey, excuse me, miss. Uh, I was actually next. And she goes, all right. There's no need to, to get angry about it. I had every, we all have appointments, so it doesn't matter anyway. And I'm like. She's right, Tom. Well, I'm thinking. I'm on her side. I'm thinking if it doesn't matter, then why are you getting so upset? Did you say that, though? No, because she let me go in front of her. So I was like, all right, that's all I care about. I don't care about being right. I'll save it for my podcast this week. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But uh, then, you know, I get up there and actually she must have been real pissed because like my insurance wouldn't pick up the phone. So it was taking forever to, to get through with me. Um. But then when she gets up there, her appointment was a half hour before. She was a half hour late to her appointment. Mm. That, Probably that, because a bunch of men like you no, bullied not her because a over bunch of and men over. Like me, and she was on her phone the whole time. And it's like, don't be on your. You know, she had a mask on, but it's like, don't be on your phone. Don't be talking. Nobody should be talking in here. Tom, this stop is the twice spread. This is twice you've called out people for being on their phone. You more than anybody else I know 
constantly looking at your phone. Tim, then you're not including yourself because you're always looking at your phone. I don't even have a phone, Tom. <laughs> and she, she was talking on her phone, not looking at her phone. Who is she talking to? I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. The problem was that's like probably your sister-in-law. Like, look, hey, why I, is this? Why is this? Why do uh, you know when uh, women are talking about their friends mm-hmm. and they go like, uh, like uh, I was talking to my girlfriend and she said, "Why do they say that?" I think it's just like a uh, term of endearment. Yeah, it's just it's weird. like this is you know for for like a a woman that's not talking about a romantic partner referring to them as a girlfriend. It's like this is more than a friend. This is a girlfriend. This is somebody I'm tight with. Somebody I'm close with. Really? Yeah. God, you don't understand the first thing about women, Tim. I uh, this is this is very true. Another uh, person, uh, some person I know. Um, Referred to uh, one, uh, she said, uh, one of my mom's gambling friends. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's just a friend that likes to gamble. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. it's, I would Perhaps say. Perhaps gam- they gamble together. I think it's, yeah, it's quite I was nice. Gonna say I'd that like that, a gambling crew. I, I was going to say that, that that's what that means. It's somebody that they gamble with, but probably otherwise don't socialize all that much. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I'm probably part of your gambling crew. I've been probably most of the times you've been gambling. I've been there. That's true. But you're no fun when we go gambling. Yeah, I don't like gambling. Yeah. You like uh, not uh, losing even, all your money to yeah, the house. I don't even like the free drinks because they're too small. I just go to the bar and get hammered. <laughs> cool. Anyway, Tim, you should learn more about women. Uh, you should take this class that uh, that I've been going to. It's all about okay. women and how they uh, like being negged. They like uh, s- you say something negative to them, and then that makes them like you more. Does this have anything to do with this hat that you're wearing, Tom? Oh, my peacock hat? Yeah, Tim, it has a little something to do with the hat I'm wearing. <laughs> no doy. Tom, this week we're going to give back. I thought we'd give back every week in, in our own no. way. What way would that be? Uh, laughs? Friendship? Mm, eh. Good times? Certainly not friendship. <laughs> to each other or to the listener? I don't see All much. around. Yeah. This show, do you think this show's a good time? Uh, to who? For whom? For all right, for you, is it a good time? No. The listener? Probably not. Do you think it's a good time for me? Yeah, I th- I thought that was the only reason we were doing this, Tim. <laughs> me and the audience. Yeah, I, 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 that sounds just like you. A selfless act, a, doing something that you don't like because uh, one of your friends likes it. That sounds, wow. that sounds a lot like Tom, the Tom Reynolds I know. Your words, not mine. Selfless man. Uh, no, we're going to solve some problems. Uh, Tom? Mm-hmm. We have a segment that often appears, often is a strong word, at the end of our episodes <laughs> called Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. But this week... Because we're out of other ideas, we're going to do it earlier in the episode and solve listener problems. 
Right? Is that yes. accurate? Yes. Okay. You get you're looking at me with this slack jawed uh, look. Of what? That's how I look sometimes. Yeah. Um so uh if you have a problem you'd like us to solve at any time in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. I almost gave away my personal email. <laughs> I almost said my personal email address. I mean, people could send it there too. Yeah, that's fine. Give out your you, personal you'll get email just address. Just as much of a response as you would on, <laughs> on if you email our podcast. If you've emailed us, let me just say this mm-hmm. we've gotten many, not many, some nice emails from. Uh, people, uh, listeners in the past nine, ten months, whatever, uh, during these these troubled times, yes, um, saying nice things about uh, about our show and about us and about uh, you know good things. So I guess I guess some people do enjoy this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think either one of us has has replied to any of these emails i usually you read them and delete them before i can uh get to i read them i'm usually reading them like in the middle of the night yeah or something where it's like it's not appropriate to to email somebody from the john you don't have to i've told you this before about email that you don't have to always tell people where you are when you when you email them back I like to paint a picture. <laughs> you have all those uh, personalized signatures set up. They'll just say, Tim, from the John. Tim, from, yeah. from my bed. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you've emailed us a nice sentiment ever and haven't heard back, um, we read it and appreciated it. Yeah. But we're both lazy and bad at doing things. And we and inconsiderate, I think, overall. You are, yeah. Well, why don't you respond to these? I emails? do respond sometimes, but now it makes it sound like if you didn't get a response from me, that then those people are going to think I'm an extra jerk. <sighs> Tom, should we uh, should we start with a problem? Yes. Should we play the theme song every time? Yeah, let's do it one time. Okay. And we'll play it four times in a row. Okay, yeah. Welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem. Tom, do you yes. have a do you have a preference what order we go in? No, but I think we should uh hand off. You shouldn't read them all. I should oh, read Oh, do you want to you want to read the first one? Sure, I'll what read is the a, first one. Uh, the, uh, the power grab? <laughs> no, it's just uh what well, you know, just another example of me being considerate. Well, no, a peek behind the curtain, Tom. Mhm. You always uh, suggest we do a Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems episode um, when you don't feel like doing anything. No, Tim, and it was I, always, you... I always go through and I uh. find the emails of, of the problems that, that we want to read. And, and like today, we signed on uh-huh. uh, you know, to, to prep for the show. And you're like, well, did you, cho- did you pick out all the emails that you want to read? I didn't know. Oh, oh that's off... my. Oh, you just assume it's my job. 
When we were talking about what topic we should do, I offered a bunch of suggestions for topics and you went, uh, none of them. And I was like, Tom, all right. And then you didn't offer any Tom, any Tom, additional what? Tom, what topic ideas did you offer? I offered Will Smith. No, no, hold on. Did you cut and paste the list that I sent you three weeks ago? Yeah, but it was it was topics that, you know, we, we both were like, yeah, these are good topics. We'll do them at some point. I know, but but don't act like you came up with these topic ideas. You no, took my I'm, topic ideas and, and sent them back to me. But what I'm saying is that makes it even worse because then I'm like, all right, here's some topics that I know you have at least some interest in doing. And I'm like, well, which one would you like to do? And you go, none of them. And then just nothing. And it's like, all right, I guess we'll do something else. We do these episodes usually when you're in a bad mood. And and you can't you can't be asked to to uh, you know do some research like I do. Yeah, you do a lot of research, Tom. All right, so hey, why don't why don't you read the problems this week? Hello, uh, my name is a- Anika. Anika, <laughs> you're doing a great job so far, Tom. Well, it looks like Anika, but then it says pronounce. An ik No, no. An ik An ikka. Anika. Anika. Okay. Yeah. You can this use is why, my- this is why this is why I read them every week, Tom. <laughs> you can you're functionally illiterate. You, you she, can, she, you, she she put the the pronunciation in the in the in the email. You can use my name. I'm a 19-year-old girl. I've listened to your show for a couple of years now, and it never fails to make me laugh weirdly loud for someone who is alone in their room. So thank you for all you do. I was hoping you could spare some sage advice because you are older and wiser than I. This past summer, uh, an eight-month... Tim, we're literally double the age of this. Uh, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> I, this, this, is, pa- this isn't... This isn't- Society wasn't built for this. I don't know where Annika <laughs> is from, but like this isn't something that should happen. That some some nineteen year old girl would write to two uh, men in their late thirties asking for friggin' relationship advice. Well, Tim, she's a nineteen year old woman. First off, she said her thing. She said she was a nineteen year old girl. I wasn't gonna question um, what she said about herself, Tom. This past summer, a nine-month relationship, an eight-month relationship I was in. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what? An eight-month relationship I was in came to an end out of nowhere. It's been a while since then, but my problem is this. I think about my ex, how much I hate him, how badly I want to see him suffer, how stupid I feel that I got played every day. I'll be enjoying myself, then boom. A rage bomb explodes in my stomach, and I want to see his head with a very big hole in it. Uh, I have a new boyfriend who I feel is my other half, a much better match for me than my ex. So why am I thinking about how much I hate my ex? Have you guys ever been in a similar situation, and do you have any tips on how I can stop? Thanks many bunches. Annika. Anika. Annika. 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 You did a great job reading, Tom. Thank you. Um, do you have advice for Annika? I feel like, look, mm-hmm. she seems nice, but I think she might uh, she might be uh, obsessing a little bit. Um, 
How so? This is weird. We shouldn't we shouldn't have any <laughs> opinions about this person's life. It's wrong. No. I mean, she's she isn't asking like like, "Uh, oh, is this cool that I do this?" She knows it's not cool. She's asking why uh, why is she thinking about how much she hates her ex? And if we've ever been in a situation, similar situation, and if we have tips on how to stop. Yeah. Well, first off, I'm curious. I mean, not curious because, again, it's a 19 year old girl. Uh, but I am curious, like, what exactly happened? I'm guessing some kind of a, uh, uh, a cheating situation, perhaps an unfaithfulness because she said she got played. Yeah, maybe it was it, when somebody says they got played. I always think it's like a really elaborate ruse, <laughs> like a like a the game. Yeah, or no, like lower set, like a <laughs> like Mrs. Michael Doubtfire. Douglas got got played in the game. <laughs> no, I feel like Sally Field got played in Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, she got Tim. That's an even worse. Uh, I'd rather have a Michael Douglas in the game situation than a she Sally Field in Mrs. To- Doubtfire. She wasn't driven to jump off a building at the end of it, though. Yeah, but she had her her freaking ex-husband that she had, like, a restraining order against (laughs) disguise himself as an old Scottish lady and live in her home with her. Yeah, that's what I thought Annika was dealing with. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) An old Scottish lady living in her her home. Well, no, it sounds like her problems were during the relationship, not necessarily, or with the breakup, not necessarily uh, afterwards. Right. Um, okay. The, see, here's the thing. This is going to sound flippant. Mm-hmm. It was an eight-month relationship yeah. that came to an end this past summer. So it's like, what? Probably like... Close to a half a year ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she thinks about her ex, mm-hmm. how much she hates him, how badly he wants to see her. she wants to see him suffer, how stupid I feel she got played. Um... And she has a new boyfriend. Yeah. Who is her other half, she says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A better match. Look, I understand being uh, petty. Yeah. And I understand um, blowing things out of proportion. Yeah, it's and something I understand you do spi- uh, every day. I, c- I certainly understand spite. That's my number one motivator in the world. Uh-huh. Uh, in my life. I'd be, no- I'd be nowhere without spite, Tom. Yeah. Um, but who cares? It's eight well, months. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, you know, the, the best revenge is living well. And, uh, you know, she's got a new boyfriend. I mean, that's always, you know, the best way to get over a breakup is to immediately jump into a new <laughs> relationship. <laughs> no, it's not immediately jump into it. But like, I don't know, even, you know, going out on a date or whatever, like it, you know, it it just helps you like, but it doesn't sound like that's what her problem is. It isn't like, oh, I can't get over him. It's that she's just so mad at him. Right. I mean, I would definitely say, uh, you know, knowing your heart, like, oh, well, if you've got a new boyfriend that you feel uh, very uh, positively about, then, you know, whatever the... You can only you should only get so mad about exes when uh, when you've got you know somebody that that you're happy with, right? Yeah, I think so. Also, I, like I don't know, you know what the best revenge is? Uh, it's not living well. It's living well and <laughs> like 
making sure uh, or like deep down hoping the other person is unhappy. Right. But like not wishing any specific harm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and this person, if they were, if they're out there playing people, then they probably are unhappy somewhere deep down. Yeah, and maybe one day he'll be inspired to hang up that Mrs. Doubtfire costume and stop playing people so hard. Right, but hopefully when they hang up the Mrs. Doubtfire costume, they aren't later in the kitchen not wearing the Mrs. Doubtfire costume and have to put their face in a in a cream pie. Just you know to- what. I hope this guy does have to, to, to oh, shove his face. No, that's too mean, Tim. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Hello. I hope somebody, I hope somebody uh, hits him uh, in the head uh, in a drive-by fruiting. <laughs> right. Uh, I think I think we can move on to the next question. Yeah, I think Annika still needs our advice, Tom. I don't no, think we I- adequately did it. Well, I was also going to say, I mean, I know this advice sucks and it's shitty, but like, I don't know, by the time you're a grizzled old man like me and Tim, well, hopefully I mean, you're, you're, you'll be a grizzled old woman probably, but um, uh, I don't know, you'll look back on these things and be like, that was dumb. Why did I even care about that? And I yeah. remember when I was 19, people telling me that and being like, shut up, idiot. Uh, but it was right. true. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Freaking, she dated this guy. Yeah. For three and a half percent of her life. Wow. Tom. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like one and a half percent of our life. Eight months is nothing. No. I mean, I've been locked inside for eight months, and it's driven me completely insane. But. Yeah, but you got to figure some of those eight months, if she's still so messed up about this, so she must have been happy for some of those eight months. Yeah. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Yeah. I mean, you can do, like, witchcraft stuff, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, I would I would also say, like, uh, I don't know, be, be careful about being, like, too mad about this in front of your new partner, because that's also, like, I don't know, not necessarily fair to them, you know? Yeah. They don't. They don't want to see a person they care about like obsessing, even in a bad way, about their uh, former partner. I fear that most of the um, advice that I ever have for anybody, mm-hmm. especially <laughs> someone considerably younger than me, uh-huh. is. I know you think I'm going to say do witchcraft stuff. No, that's <laughs> not it. It's. Uh, it's like, eh, don't care so much. Nothing matters. Everything sucks. Yeah. It's a great, great outlook to have on life. That combined well, no. with that combined with assuming all young people are involved in witchcraft somehow. No, but I just think, uh, you know, like especially with uh, matters of spite and exes, like mm-hmm. who cares? Shut up! No, like whatever. No, nothing matters. Who cares about this stuff when you're a couple years past it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just can't get like too hung up on. Uh... On past relationships. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know what advice I have if, like, you're already uh, uh, seeing somebody that you're happy with and you're still so mad at this other person. Uh, I mean, it'll fade. It'll fade in time. You've had exes that you hate, right? Uh, Not that I hate. 
the hate's a very strong word, but I've had, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've had relationships in where I've been very mad at the other person. And yeah, over yeah. time it fades. Like none of those people now I'm walking around like, oh boy, if they were here right now, it's like, eh, eh, you know, life happens and you're like, eh, I wish everybody well. And also like, I, I don't mean, wish I, everybody. That's, that's, that's false. You don't wish everybody well. Uh, I don't wish everybody well. I wish all my exes well. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, don't cause, even wish all your exes Because well. <laughs> I don't, because at the end of the day, like, I don't really care. And also, I was going to say, maybe this will help her too. Again, we don't, we don't have a lot of specifics here. Sorry that there's an ambulance driving up to, <laughs> to get me right now. <laughs> Is someone in your immediate vicinity having a medical emergency? <laughs> no. Um, uh, oh, but that, that did ruin my train of thought. Um, uh, I don't wish any of them uh harm. I guess was what I was saying. God I feel damn like it! We that about stupid to get ambulance. To something juicy. No, I was I was about to have really good advice, and now I can't. Uh, oh, I was gonna say I don't know what her situation is, but I know in every situation where I've had a bad breakup and I've thought about it, if I step back for a minute and thought about some of the things I said and did. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a bad person. I'm not a bad person, but I'm just... Yeah, you're a bad person. Do you think any of your exes wish, uh, are, are like Annika, where they want to see you, uh, your head with a very big hole in it? No, I don't think so. I've I've heard from exes. I've heard. I've heard from exes afterwards, and I don't believe any of my exes currently feel that way. I think some of them might be doing witchcraft against you. I tried to steer clear of uh, witchy women. Uh, with limited success, Tom. <laughs> I just thought of one that might, yeah, so I take that back, who might actively hate me, but eh, what can you do? This episode is sponsored by Saqqara. This year, turn your resolutions into reality. Whether you're looking to try plant-based eating, build an empowered body, boost skin's glow, or simply feel your very best, Saqqara makes it easy to create rituals that last. Saqqara is a wellness company rooted in the transformative power of plant-based food. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-rich ingredients, and they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Their menu of creative, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the United States. Tom, mm -hmm. along with delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials for optimal nutrition. Sakara's supplement packs called the Foundation and their Metabolism Super Powder deliver support for gut health, energy, immunity, and healthy skin. Uh, and Tom, get this. Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, the New York Times, mm. the Paper of Record, and more. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners... 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. 
That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara dot com slash guide. All right, Tom, on to the next, uh, what are we calling it, problem? Yep, that's what we're calling them. Uh, I think we could use the name of these people. Not this one, I don't think. It says, please what? don't use my name. Baby versus husband? Oh, no, I was looking at a different one. Yeah, no, I'm going right to the, the meat and potatoes here, Tom. Okay. Tim and, uh, the the uh, The subject line. Mm-hmm. Tim and Tom solve your problem. Baby versus husband. Mm, and of uh, course, a, we're going to open that. A fight for the ages. Yeah, I always like to see a uh, 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 grown man fight a baby. <laughs> I'm always like, who's going to win? Guess what? It's always the grown man. Uh, hello, Tim and Tom. My fiance and I are huge fans of your podcast. Do you believe it, Tom? Yeah, I believe it. It's a very common story. I am pleased to say that we are expecting our first baby boy on February 7th, 2021. Tom, that's a mere uh, couple weeks away. very soon, yeah. My problem is that my boyfriend's birthday is on February 13th. As due dates are... Friday the 13th, yeah. Tough. Well, I mean, sometimes it's Friday, I guess. Not always. Always in February. Mm, I think you might be right on that one. As due dates are very unreliable, this is a, there's a strong chance that our baby's arrival will overshadow or even fall on my boyfriend's birthday. I assume she's using boyfriend and fiance interchangeably. I was going to say, Otherwise, you if know, she has a, a, a fiance and a boyfriend. That's uh, a whole other problem. Apparently, only 3% of babies are actually delivered on their due date. That's a UK statistic from their midwife, Tom. Mm. That, oh, they got All a the midwife, too? Yeah. Jeez, this relationship's complicated. Boyfriend, fiance, a midwife, and yeah. a lady. Uh, her name is Carrie, <laughs> okay. by the way. Um, how do I balance giving birth and caring for a newborn alongside celebrating my lovely fiance's birthday? Do you have any ideas for how to do this both in 2021 and in subsequent years? I hope you're both well and coping in this strange year. Thank you for your advice and thank you for making the podcast. You're welcome, Carrie. Wishing you all the best from the UK. Lots of love from Carrie, Mike, the husband-to-be, and Jojo, the baby-to-be. Yeah, already putting words in the baby's mouth. Um, hey, first of all, thanks for listening and mm-hmm. uh, congratulations on... Uh, the baby stuff, I guess. Yeah. How did you say that? Yeah, the, the um, baby and, to be. Yeah. Um, and uh, to answer your question, how do you balance giving birth and caring for a newborn alongside celebrating your lovely fiance's birthday? Who cares about your fiance's birthday? <laughs> if he's old enough to, to be the father of a child, like his birthday doesn't mean, your birthday after, what, 21 means nothing. Yeah. Well, do you think if do you think like do you think it's uh, reasonable for like uh, somebody a grown man to be like, ain't no fucking way this this son of mine's <laughs> birthday is gonna overshadow my fucking birthday? I'll tell you that much. 
Yeah, I well, and she's not necessarily saying that that's going to be the case. I think she's just saying, yeah, she doesn't. She still wants her boyfriend's birthday to be nice, even nah, though she's junk it. She's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, it's over. Junk, junk it? it. No, junk. yeah, no more birthday for this boy. This I man. mean, I'm I'm curious about. Well, we don't know. Maybe it is a boy. They she didn't give ages. I mean. <laughs> Again, he's old enough to 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 be the father, the biological father. Well, a twelve-year-old could be the biological father of a baby, Tim. You don't know. And that makes him a man. <laughs> that, that's what he's you the always man of the claim. And you're always claiming that a 12-year-old could be the father of a baby you know, all the time. Even when it's that, not that really makes that him relevant. a man. <laughs> um, it's when you're always trying to hire 12 year olds to do manual labor for you he, he could be the father of a baby he's a man for god's sake he can do a little rock breaking um rock breaking sounds like a real guy who knows knows about working with his hands I need to hire a well in, rock breaker in my mind you're in prison. And you're trying to get out of your uh, your your sentence to hard labor, but you're trying to get out of it by hiring a 12 year old to do it for you. Seems like a complex way to get out of jail. Um, I, I mean, all right. What what's involved in celebrating a loved one's birthday? Getting a a nice gift, a thoughtful gift, a card, and perhaps a nice meal, right? At a, at a certain point, is there more that's necessary? I've cut the card out of the deal. <laughs> All right. So not even a card, just a gift? Because, like, what is a card? Uh, a card is somebody else wrote a freaking poem or a joke in true I, Snoopy, and then you got to, like, you have to pay four ninety five for it. And, like, who's happy with that? Tim, I He's like, oh, great, a card. Oh, Snoopy made a joke and wrote a poem or something, I guess. Charles M. Schultz's uh, estate. Thanks. Great. Good job. I use blank cards and I write my own poems or jokes. Tom, you, I guarantee you, you have never written anything in a card, in a greeting card. It saves money. More than just from Tom. (laughs) (laughs) The person's first name with no deer or anything. You just write the person's first name and write from Tom in like bad handwriting. Sometimes you miss it. You say form Tom. (laughs) (laughs) No, my, uh, the birthday card I got from my girlfriend, I put an inside joke, uh, uh, inside it. It was an inside joke between me and you, but still, a thought that counts she that didn't is. get it and but i told her well it's an inside joke me and tim have yeah he uh, knows what <laughs> poppy bagel means right no see we always call justin bieber justin beaver so it's funny <laughs> um, don't don't explain the joke to her then it becomes not an inside joke i knew knew she would come between us i'll i'll get rid of the card when she's i don't want her to be a part of our inside jokes you're right you're absolutely right um it's our joke but uh is there anything beyond like a gift and maybe a dinner i mean for for the current times where it's like you can't have a party you can't plan a night out 
right? Some people edit together a nice video of all their family and friends saying nice things about them because that's, it's the quarantine. That's nice, but by no means, if you are nine months pregnant, is something like that uh, even remotely necessary? Okay, yeah. All right. Now, I think we need to make a distinction between, like, in 2021, mm-hmm. where she will be nine months pregnant, um, and... Uh, you know, either ju- have it just given birth or still mm-hmm. very pregnant or giving pre- birth on the day, um, oh, you're not right. obligated to do a goddamn thing for 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 yeah, yeah. Mike's uh, birthday. Who cares? I would say, Sorry, it, Mike. Well, I I would say you're you know because you're you don't buy them the gift on their birthday. You can buy them no. the gift. Nope. In advance. <laughs> no, not obligated to do anything. You're not Mike obligated. This year, but, this but year I, Mike doesn't have a birthday. Sorry. But, but it would be nice. Your wife's to, nine months pregnant. No, you get to nothing. It'd be nice to get him a gift. Don't go crazy getting a gift. Uh, uh, you know, don't, do, oh. don't do one thing for him. Do not lift a finger. You get your rest, Carrie. And maybe ordering like a nice takeout dinner. Takeaway, they call it there. Yeah. Um, but as far as subsequent years, first off, her her boyfriend's birthday is the day before Valentine's Day, so he's presumably already used to getting the short end of the stick here. Why? Because he's getting uh, probably a birthday present and a Valentine's present all rolled into one. He's not getting a big Valentine's present like usual. That's true. Did- Tom, can I tell you mm-hmm. something? What? My parents send me candy on Valentine's Day. And not just like, like they send a <laughs> lot of candy. <laughs> like a gigantic oversized bear uh, with candy? <laughs> yeah, it's not like they don't have the, any of the accoutrements of like uh, the like the balloons or, or anything right. that like is like screams like, I'm a guy who like doesn't know how Valentine's Day works, <laughs> so I'm just going to like go on a website and pay uh-huh. $60. But like- just like a lot of candy that in our hometown Tom there is uh-huh. a um candy there's shop. a mom and pop candy shop mm-hmm. um and my mom will go in there and she'll just mail candy that like it will come around Valentine's Day and it will be in my is just enough of it that I'm eating it consistently and it's there till mid March yeah were you and you're complaining about this that sounds it's like a great strange. deal. Isn't it strange? They do no, it on Easter too, and I'm I'm not religious. It's it's not look, East, candy on Easter isn't a religious thing. Jesus it, you know, it, what happened with him on Easter had nothing to do with candy as far as I yeah, understand. Yeah, but it. I like openly publicly say blasphemous thing. I shouldn't be getting wow. anything on, on Easter. Well, I yeah, shouldn't Tom. be doing this podcast with you. I had no idea you were I so know, problematic. You've been kicked out of your church, yeah. Um I think it's fine to get. I get. I don't get candy sent to me on Valentine's Day. I think, but I think usually, like the next time I go home, there's some Valentine's Day candy waiting for me, which I happily accept and eat on the way home, all of it. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, this guy, you shouldn't. He's definitely, unless he's a total asshole, he's not expecting a lot this year. Uh, as far as subsequent mm-hmm. years. I don't know. So I think subsequent years, like once you have a kid, uh, you, nobody's getting blowout cr- uh, birthday parties anymore anyway, as, except for yeah. the kid. 
So I think uh, everybody's probably got to uh, temper their expectations going forward. You know what? This is Mike's best chance for getting any recognition on his birthday. Yeah, moving I, forward, I was you're about gonna to have say people. That. You're gonna have people in your home celebrating JoJo's birthday. Yeah, and then Carrie, your only obligation in future years is to be like, and Mike, everybody, right. and right. then like, uh, and like that's more than any adult gets. Yeah, I was gonna say that I I know of uh, adults in my family who have birthdays like around their kids' d- birthdays, and like yeah, then they actually like get presents and stuff because it's like oh well, normally I don't see you in May, but I'm here. You know what Mike's so. gonna get? He's gonna get more than we get, and it's happy birthday, dear JoJo and, and Mike. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, and like some people will catch on to that, like half the room will, but like, right. fine, great. It'll be a nice bonding thing too. You know what? If anything, you should be worried that uh, you know, Georgia's going to gravitate towards Mike. Yeah, that, it, it might it might put a a wall up between you and JoJo. Yeah, you'll just never be able to relate not having a February birth mid February birthday. <laughs> um. Well. Congratulations, and uh, don't uh, do not do anything for your husband. doesn't matter. For your fiance. <laughs> um, doesn't matter. An adult's birthday doesn't matter. All right. I, I'm sure you tell your wife that every year when, when you have to explain why, once again, you haven't gotten her a card. Some people put together a very nice video of all their family and friends wishing them a happy birthday. Yeah, well, I recorded something for that video. So no, you didn't. You you went on cameo <laughs> and paid a Santa Claus impersonator five dollars to to ramble on. I had to edit that. That was by far the longest submission that I got. I asked people to try to keep them brief, and then there's just the sad drunk Santa Claus uh, talking for for fifteen minutes that I had to somehow incorporate into the video. That's even nicer, Tim. Nobody went out of their way to hire an actor to to make a video for them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, all right. Next next problem here. Uh, this this is a male name, Tim. Come up hey, with that. Uh, hey, congratulations to Carrie and Mike. Uh, yes. Great, great a- folks. And JoJo. Congrats on uh, being on, being born. Um, this is, uh, we need a name, Tim. A Scottish name. A Scottish mm. male name. Duncan. I don't know. Duncan? I'm going to say Duncan. Uh, Dear the handsome man and the pervert, it starts. Now, which one do you think think is which? I don't know. I don't like when people think they can have, you know, jokes with us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking around. Uh, Please do not use my- Thomas made it clear that he doesn't like you. Please do not use my name. Well, probably don't start by insulting one of us. Um, also, this guy has a very stereotypical Scottish first name. I don't think it would be yeah. giving anything away given this guy's name, but but we're nothing if not professional, so we will abide by his request. We are many things besides professional. That's true. Handsome. Mm-hmm. Well, one Perverts. of us is handsome, and the other one's probably pervert. Yeah. 
Uh, I think I accidentally sent you a draft of an email, so apologies for that. I want to say that I love the podcast and appreciate all the time and hard work you boys put into it. I have a problem that I could use your perspective on. Tim for his reasonable and thought out solutions and Tom for something dangerous and or illegal. Um, My problem is my neighbor. My wife and I recently moved into a studio flat in Switzerland and all was well until we realized that we live next to a complete fucking psycho. This man screams over the phone for hours at a time. His favorite time to do this is between three o'clock and six o'clock in the morning. He has also recently acquired a guitar, a drum set, and an electric keyboard, which he favors to play in the wee hours of the morning or for six solid hours in the middle of the day. Despite the amount of time he plays, he is showing no signs of getting even remotely good. I've spoken to him multiple times. I've tried to negotiate, and I'm running out of ideas of what to do. I don't want to phone the police as I'm Scottish, and where I'm from, you don't get the police involved with shit like this. Any help would be appreciated. All the best, Duncan. Now, what does that mean? You, where I'm from, you don't get the police. Does that mean like you go over he's, there and knock heads? No, I think he's probably from like a bad area of Scotland where if you get the police involved, uh, that's going to uh, end up bad for you. Bad area of Scotland. There are very bad areas of Scotland. Yeah, no, that's meant to imply like <laughs> show me a good area. So <laughs> oh, I see. I like Scotland very much. I would like to go back there one day and yeah. not get my ass kicked. <laughs> um, can I just say one thing, Tom? I was a little distracted while you were reading that. Number mm-hmm. one, because you're just not a very good reader. You're not compelling when you're reading something. Well, um, I'm just trying to get all the words right. The, the, he spelled a lot of words wrong in here. Uh, it's like reading. Uh, you ever read Train Spotting? And no. they, uh, they like spell everything out phonetically the way uh, uh, hooligans talk yeah anyway i don't uh, i can't riff tom i can't riff on stuff on stuff like that i don't know anything about scotland anyway um he said you, i think i accidentally sent there you a like draft over a half email. dozen times <laughs> over a half dozen times yeah okay um but he mentioned that he accidentally like sent a draft and apologized we got an email in mm-hmm. October. The subject was salads problem. <laughs> and it, was it from and, this guy? No, it's from somebody else. This, this just reminded me of it. <laughs> okay. And it just says, hey, Tim. And then there's an attachment that is a minute-long video shot on somebody's phone of a mother, presumably either the the person who wrote this or, or the, the partner of the person who wrote this email and a young child mm-hmm. doing the like Diet Coke and Mentos thing in their backyard. Okay, yeah. But I don't think that was what they meant to send us. Uh-huh. Somebody started writing us a, a problem about salads and then sent us a video of their child <laughs> doing science experiments in the backyard and just sort of hate him. Yeah. It's a weird inbox we have. Yeah, maybe I they, don't see what that has to do with salads. They, now back they to think you're a man of science and you'd appreciate it, Duncan. My problem is my neighbor, Duncan. Uh, yeah, 
Do you have any uh, any initial thoughts on what this person? I'm curious. He you said he's talked to him multiple times yeah. and tried to negotiate, and he's running out of ideas. I'm very curious how those talks and negotiations went. Because I assume they they in these situations they seem to can kind of only go one of two ways, which is like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll I'll right. I'll try and be more considerate, and then not, or uh, fuck off, I. I don't care. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Right. And those now, are two very different living in Switzerland uh, issues, he's from Scotland. <laughs> I would say. Do you have this in other countries when you're in them, Tom, where mm-hmm. you yes. just defer to everybody else while you're there because mm-hmm. you don't want to be a problem and you just assume you don't know how things work there? <laughs> Yeah, and also I assume, uh, like, once I open my mouth and start talking, I'm now drawing attention because I have uh, an accent that's out of place. Yeah, I think it might be different as Americans. uh, Right. You know, like, where I feel like I really have to have my guard up and really be like, (laughs) yeah, no, 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 but I'm cool, like, wherever I go. Like, no, but well, I'm, I'm nice assume, and friendly. Yeah, there, there's, you know, a stereotype of Americans being, like, big and loud and, like, uh, obnoxious. So, yeah, I always, I'm always aware of that and try not to be big and loud and obnoxious. Yeah. To, to varying degrees of success. I think I'm also always on my guard or, or have, uh, you know, I'm not willing to, because everybody in the U.K., and that's mm-hmm. where I am mostly when I'm not in America. Like if I'm not there, yeah. if I'm not here, I'm usually there. Um, yes. It's, uh, they all like act like this is the way things are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we get yeah. a lot of emails in like, like correcting our pronunciation of, of words <laughs> that are pronounced different in, in American English than. Right. Or, or just called different things. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's actually called this. It's like, yeah, I understand you call it this, but you have to understand that I call it this. It's like, right. Uh, no, this is, this is how it goes. It's like, I don't know. So I think that encountering that attitude, I feel like if I were in Switzerland, uh, uh-huh. I would just be like, I guess just playing the drums at three o'clock in the morning is like acceptable here and what they do and far be it from me to question it. Because I'm a well, coward. I was gonna, yeah, well, I, I was going to say because you're a coward. You were going to um, say it? Hopefully he gets some uh, local advice. He can ask the local uh, uh, Swiss Tim and Tom uh, who are who are more accustomed to... Uh, you know the the goings ons in Switzerland. Yeah. As to uh, they're neutral. We I, know that they're not going to take. Right. You can call the the cops, and they'll just be like, "Nothing well, we can do. We're not getting involved." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and we and along those lines, we also know that this guy knows what time it is when he's doing these things because you know the, the Swiss with their clocks. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, I assume wherever he is that this isn't normal. I would also say that things are different when you're a visitor for a few days in a country and when you're living there. Yeah. Like he's living there. This is, uh, impeding on his, uh, his, uh, you know, 
uh, I don't know, day-to-day life. Um, I was going to say what he could do. I mean, I, this guy's got to sleep sometime, this neighbor, right? Yeah. Um, I don't he know. Needs to fi- he needs to figure out when his neighbor's sleeping. He needs to record these uh, phone calls and jam sessions and play them back when his neighbor's asleep. And mm. and uh, and then if he says, hey, what the hell's going on? He can say, I thought I'd just give you a taste of your own medicine. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that'll go. What are we calling this guy? Lachlan? <laughs> uh, Duncan. Duncan. I think he uh-huh. just, Dun- uh, Duncan just needs to get out of Switzerland. <laughs> so you would move before you called the police. I wouldn't move. I think he should move. I'm not in this situation, Tom. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd you would never get into not this situation. To get involved. Yeah. I'm also curious how old this person is. The neighbor. Uh, yeah. But I mean, he's saying he's a complete fucking psycho, and they screams on the phone for hours at a time. And now I'm thinking about there's like a crazy guy that lives uh, near me. And, you know, the rule in New York is, like, give give crazy people a wide berth. Yeah. <laughs> that there's, like, uh, if, if you, if by all means, avoid any type of confrontation. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess he's in a studio flat. Um, yeah, he might just have to move. <laughs> just move. Despite the amount of time he plays, he's showing no signs of getting even remotely good. Yeah. I mean, I, that that to me is just like, you know, the the icing on the cake that it's like not only is it loud, it's bad. Yeah, where's he getting the money to afford all this equipment? I don't know. A guitar, a drum kit, and an electric keyboard? Yeah. I mean, for a guy that is let's say eccentric, right? And Right, yeah. You know, a drum well, kit Tim- isn't isn't cheap. Socialist government, Tim. The government probably gave him all those uh, instruments. Probably said, "Here on the on the taxpayers." Switzerland works. Um, I don't know. I would. I would maybe befriend him. Maybe he's Mm. he's just a. Maybe he's got a big trust fund. Maybe the two of you can just uh, start a band and uh, do whatever you want all the time. This is a guy who's who has access. To things, <laughs> to three different instruments. I mean, within the first, you know, how long is has has Duncan lived there? Like it seems like it says he has acquired. He has recently acquired. Recently these, acquired. Yeah. So, like, you know, to buy a whole bunch of equipment. Maybe he's just got friends that have loaned him to him. Maybe yeah. that's the people calling late at night. They're like, hey, man, I need my drums back. And he's like, fuck you. You're not getting your drums. You're never getting your drums back. Yeah. I'm also curious if this guy's sh- screaming in in uh, Swiss or whatever all the time. Is that what they speak? Dutch? Why do they speak in Switzerland? One time I was in Germany and I was walking through a park and I saw um, this one guy... Uh, started yelling at this other guy, and they started like <laughs> yelling back and forth. And uh, one of them started swinging a chain like he was gonna hit the other guy. <laughs> wow! All right. And I was like, I'm gonna get out of this park. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay here because, like, uh, I'm in Germany. 
I don't know anybody yes. in Germany. I don't know how things work in Germany. Um, yeah. And I don't think like maybe, maybe like, this is fine. No, I don't know. I don't think it, I didn't think it was fine. Like it was, it was a problem. Right. And then like one guy threw a bottle at the other guy, and it's like, but as an American here, there's mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't know anybody here. I don't like if anything right. happens. Like, well, uh, and, I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't speak the language. I don't want to. Yeah, you're not going to be able to talk either of these guys down or talk to an officer of the law when he comes. Right. Mm -hmm. The best thing that I can do. I'm not from here. I don't know anything about here. I'm gonna get out of here. That's what I think should do. Get out of there. (laughs) Oh shit, Duncan. That's what I think Duncan should do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just move. Just move. You don't know. The four national languages of Switzerland are German, French, Italian, and Romanish. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying that uh, Duncan. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't have called me a pervert. Sorry. Um, well, oh, well, that's very. Thank you, Tim, for uh, assuming that I'm the handsome man. That's my that's my justification for doxing him. <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, no, uh, also, I think you should just I mean, find a new place. A, it's easier. Yeah, that's also kind of a slight to us that he assumes this crazy person listens to our podcast. Yeah. Don't don't use my name because the maniac next door probably listens. Yeah. Well, if, if you are listening, maniac, maybe go uh, leave Duncan alone and... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the shitty thing is sometimes that's, you know, at, at least in like a, a flat or apartment, like, I don't know, there's not too much you can do. I mean, I would say the step before complaining to the police is complain to like the management of the building or whatever. You complain um, to a manager? No, I'm saying he could, but I'm also saying like that's probably not going to get anything done. They're probably going to say like, "Well, the guy's saying that complaining to the manager (sighs) won't get anything done." That is that uh, unlike you. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. If you've got a problem for us to solve, email us at Tim's personal email address, (laughs) the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash complete guide. Follow us on. Instagram at complete guide or at TCGTE rather. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me at your pal, Tim. And if you want to support the show, check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast. We're in the midst of reading. Tim is of reading uh, the founder by Ray Kroc. It's called grinding it out. Tom. Oh, the movie's called The Founder. Grinding it out. Uh, uh, the the Ray Kroc story by Ray Kroc, the, the co-founder of McDonald's. Um, yep. and it's a good book, and uh, Ray Kroc's a real maniac. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Complete Guide to get all the past episodes as well. Um, did we say uh, Reddit? Reddit.com slash R slash TCGTE. And did we say uh, Discord? Discord, complete guide. Nice. And we have merch, tcgt.com slash merch. We have a lot of plugs these days, huh? We sure do. We should probably condense them down so people don't stop listening right now. It's fine. I feel like we have uh, the least amount of engagement as 
as we ever have, but it's spread out across a million different uh, <laughs> platforms yeah. now. It's good. That's well, what you, you were saying have, right? we should uh, isolate everything to just be on Parler. Yeah, and that was a that, big that mistake. That should be our main. Yeah, no, you, you, you put all you wanted to put all of our eggs in that basket, Tim. You said it was going to be the next big thing. Yeah, that, that, I was wrong about that. I will, I will admit. Yeah. So for the time being, we're going to stay spread out. I think. Yeah. Well, I was just about to consolidate everything too. <laughs> well, you're a big free speech advocate. Yeah. Look, I, the thing that I don't like is that I'm always mm-hmm. being censored. Right, yeah. It's like I have no way to get my thoughts out there. Yep. It's tough. I got important things to say. Yep. It's, uh, look, Tim, I wouldn't want to trade places with you. It's rough being me. I wouldn't want to trade places with me either if I was somebody else. Well, thank you for that. I don't know. Let's end it. I'm still in a bad mood, for the record. Yeah, I I can tell. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.